My name is Kiara Ramirez, and welcome to The Meadow. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Meadow by Kiki's Meadow. I am so happy to be here. I am so happy you're here, and I'm excited to get into today's episode. So I would love to just come on here today to share a little bit of a life update as well as just where my energy is at right now in December and what's been on my mind as I get ready to move into this next year. So one thing that's been coming up in my life right now was I sprained my ankle a couple of weeks ago when I was out dancing with a friend, not even from dancing. I literally just got excited that we had friends coming. So I just jumped up and I fell on my ankle and I sprained it. Um, yeah. And then I, I literally didn't say anything for the whole night. Cause I didn't want to, I didn't want to ruin the night. <laughs> I was just having so much fun. I was like, Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I didn't say anything. And then once I got to my friend's house, my ankle was literally like four times the size and I had to go to the ER the next day. So that's been where I have been at recently. Um, and it honestly has come with a lot of lessons that genuinely have meant a lot to me. <laughs> Number one being, um, just realizing how much I have taken advantage of the blessing and the privilege that is exercising and moving my body and working out. Um, I feel like that's been a struggle for me the past couple months of, um, just where I'm at right now in my business, my brand and how much, uh, progress I've been making and how much momentum I've been gaining, I have just been going truly all in on all things Kiki's Meadow and um, a result of that has been just not really finding the time throughout my days to really carve out time to exercise and move my body um, and it's been you know super high up on my list of intentions and it's what I want to be doing but um, it's just been so easy making excuses and not really finding the time for it. So. Now these past couple weeks of not having the choice to has been really jarring and freaky. I mean, like I just sprained my ankle, but like not being able to be mobile for these last couple weeks, um, I'm just now starting to gain my mobility back again. Um, and I know I should be more careful than I feel like I may have been recently, but it's just such a trip thinking about like the fact that most of our lives, we don't even think about the fact that we're privileged enough to be able to move our bodies, to be able to run. Like genuinely, all I've been wanting to do is just go on a run or do a nice yoga class. And like, I just can't. Um, and there was a, there's a quote that I read recently that really was just a little dose of tough love that I wanted to share with you guys today. Um, the quote goes, if you have the option to move your body slash exercise, go home, eat healthy, go for a walk around your neighborhood and feel safe, call a loving partner or a friend, go to sleep with peace of mind. You are among the most blessed in the world. You have so many reasons to be grateful, so don't take advantage of your advantage. Don't allow lack of discipline to destroy your health. Take advantage of, take advantage of all the things we get to do to feel our best. You deserve to feel optimal and have optimal health do what is necessary to achieve it. And yeah, that was a really, yeah, pretty intense quote that I feel like can be a little bit of a tough love, but is really just so real that just the fact that we have the privilege of being able to move our bodies and that we don't isn't fair to ourselves. And this has been a little lesson on my end of once I heal myself, 
I really do not want to take that for granted and I want to prioritize moving our bodies because it is our bodies are our home you know this is where we live we're gonna live in it for the rest of our life so like you know taking care of it is just it's a blessing um I remember on my episode with my friend Jack she said something similar to the along the lines of moving my body is not a punishment you know um it's a privilege so yeah that's where I'm at right now with that <laughs> besides that I feel like something I want to talk a little bit about today as well is just my story right now of catching my upper limits in real time and for those of you who don't know what upper limits is it is essentially just the theory around the idea that us as humans we have a base level of what we can receive into our life you know there's like essentially this upper limit to how good things can get or how good things we will let things get um and there's an entire book about this uh called the big leap conquer your hidden fear and take life to the next level by gay hendrix and i think he talks about it and explains this this issue pretty well but essentially what happens is that like we are so comfortable at our base level of comfort so we don't let things get too cold or too hot, you know, too bad or too good. We like to stay at this baseline comfortable level. And so what happens when we start moving towards our upper limit, once we start gaining more success or more money or more love or more friendship, more community, like all of these things that we do consciously want to bring into our lives, our bodies, our minds, our ego starts to panic <laughs> and tries to re-regulate us back to our baseline. But our baseline actually isn't where we want to be. <laughs> so it's, it, and it comes in the form of self-sabotage, I would say, practically most of the time. Um, and it's, yeah, it's our body's way of regulating, but what our body thinks is safe isn't really what's in our highest good or what we want to be striving towards. And so for me, how it's been playing out in my own personal life is that I've been catching myself, you know, I'm, I'm really growing right now. Like I am making big moves in my business. I am attracting incredible mentors and collaborations and friendships. I'm, I'm, I'm in the most nourished and loved place I have ever been within my personal relationships and I have such generous people in my life right now that are just loving me <laughs> and even though this is literally like to a T everything that I have been manifesting for this year and it is all coming together all of my dreams my manifestations are all coming to fruition but deep down I think that my ego is just having a hard time recalibrating to it and how I've been noticing that is the direct result of making big moves and like having great results or success within say business or sales um and as well as like I said like my relationships with my coach and my mentors and the collaborations that I'm cultivating um I've been noticing that like I will go through a week of just like super big wins and these highs and the direct result of that is that I fall back down into this space of anxiety and self-sabotage where I start nitpicking at everything in my life and I start, you know, all these beliefs and ideas and stories that I tell myself about my abilities and like my worthiness start coming up. Um, and I just wanted to share this because I feel like it's something that is so important to just cultivate such immense awareness around whenever we are up leveling quantum leaping into new realities like we really have to just catch up with ourselves and 
catch when we are sabotaging. <laughs> and I think that sabotaging can come in many forms. You know, it can start, it can come as um, analysis paralysis and overwhelm and result that, that results in just feeling paralyzed and not doing any, not creating any action and not going for the things that you know you're meant to be going for. It can come with, you know, abusing alcohol or other substances or sleeping in or picking fights with your partner um all these really sneaky little ways that our ego tries to sabotage ourselves to keep us back to where we were before because where we were before is the safest to our minds so i think that a big theme of the season that i am in my life right now is really all around just opening myself up and allowing myself to receive um my boyfriend was mentioning how he listened to a, a an episode on NPR recently talking about how receiving is an art form. Like it really is something that you have to learn how to do. Um, Cause it's scary. I think, I mean, my theory around why it is, I mean, not just my own theory, but what I've learned and what I have, you know, come to understand around the upper limit and the inability that we have to receive such big, beautiful things is that I think deep down our ego is just scared to lose it. <laughs> we can't lose what we can't have. So when we're in our comfort zone and we're in our base level of just like ease without anything too crazy or beautiful or big in our lives, we're safe because we, we, we don't have anything to lose. <laughs> Whereas once we start making more money, having better relationships, caring about people in our lives, receiving generosity and love and acceptance, um, it is scary for us because we think that we can lose it. So where I'm at in my life right now and where I really want to just, you know, express myself to let anyone else who is maybe going through the same things is just letting ourselves know that it is safe. Like it is safe to open ourselves up to receive. It is safe to move into higher, bigger levels of success and abundance and money. And not only is it safe, but it is actually safer. Like tying, um, a big thing that I'm learning right now as well is tying more safety and comfort to the future that we are moving into than the current reality that we're living. Because another way that the subconscious works is that, again, it's all, it's only our ego's sole job and purpose is to keep us safe. So I'm not about hating on the, on the ego and saying that the, we have to kill the ego because the ego is literally there to take care of us. Like it's just making sure that we're alive. Um, but it's all, since it's all purpose is to just keep us safe. If we're able to tie more danger and more fear to our comfort zone, to where we are right now in this moment, than to the future that we're cultivating and creating, I think that's where we can start to kind of like move past the ego and train ourselves to, to, to know to seek safety and comfort in the, in the discomfort, if that makes sense. Like playing games around like, what will your, what will your life look like if you stay the same, if you stay in your comfort zone, what is the next 20 years of your life going to look like? And if you can tie some fear and some scary, <laughs> scariness to that idea versus what your life is going to look like once you reach all the success that you know that you're meant for, once you really go after your dreams and take the action to bring your things, your dreams and your visions into reality, um, that, in that reality, you are living on purpose. You are living with more money, with more abundance, with more expression, with more freedom. So that reality is actually safer than the reality of you staying in your comfort zone. Now, even if you don't believe that, I think it is so necessary to really play around with that. And I think that it can be 
difficult. I mean, I know, I know for me, I hated the idea of even like tapping into these ideas because it is a little scary to be really fucking real with yourself and what direction you're going in right now in your comfort zone. But like I said, like if we're able to tie more discomfort and more fear and pain to staying the same than we are to growth, then we're going to propel, propel ourselves in the direction of growth just as, just as a natural byproduct of keeping our ego safe, <laughs> keeping ourselves safe. So um, I hope that made sense. I know I went on a little tangent right there, but I feel like that is so important. And I think that right now I think it is so important, which I also want to share with you guys, is just the importance of cultivating a morning moment and any moment within your day, carving out a space for yourself to connect and realign and to tune into the energy that you want to be feeling. Because for me, when I'm noticing these shadows and these upper limits coming up in my life, it is so fucking easy to just give in to that programming, to give in to that story and let it run your life and let the, for me at least, and I know I've mentioned many, many times on the, on the show before, I always feel a little bit stickier in the mornings. Like when I wake up for the first time, I feel a little bit more dense, sticky, anxious, like I'm tired, like I don't really know how to like, you know, move right into the day. And because of that, I can't let that paint the picture of the energy I'm going to be moving into my day with. Because if I let it, that's exactly what it's going to be. If I let that energy to, to gain and build its momentum, I move through the day with this ting of anxiety, this ting of despair and hopelessness and fear and worry. And the result of that is that I don't show up the way that I'm meant to be showing up. I let the stories win and I start playing it safe. I start not showing up to things I meant to be showing up for. So I think that the reason I want to talk about this is because I want to be able to demystify the idea of morning rituals or morning routines in a way that is so fucking accessible. And for me, what I have been doing is I have been doing morning pages. Um, and for anyone who doesn't know who what morning pages are, morning pages are essentially from the book, The Artist's Way. It's one practice. I haven't done any of the other practices, but the morning pages I've gotten down where you wake up every morning and the first thing that you do is write three pages in your journal and they can be about anything. It is literally a brain dump. And I know three pages can sound like a lot, but that's the point <laughs> because what happens is we wake up with all this subconscious like baggage, all these things, all these ideas, these thoughts, these anxieties, these worries, these to-do lists. Like we wake up with all this shit in our brain. And what Morning Pages allows you to do is it allows you to kind of just like cut through it and let it out, release all of it onto the paper. And then once it's gone, you can kind of like start fresh. Like you can start your day in a cleaner, like open, fresh note because you were able to dump everything into the pages in the morning and even if that just means it's like free writing like even if that just means you sit down and like I have no fucking idea what to write I'm writing oh my god I have to write three pages of this holy shit well I also don't have to do a grocery run today and I need to finish this to-do list oh maybe I could do this maybe this is an idea of what I can do and for me what happens is organically after the first first page of brain dumping I start feeling a little bit inspired and how I like to do it is I kind of transition it into you know, being honest, first of all, being honest about how I'm feeling, where I'm at, and then moving into how I want to be feeling, you know, what is the energy that I want to take into today? What are the things that I wanted to do today? What are, what would make today so great? And then really just leaning into the energy that I want to set. 
And then a part of my morning routine as well is just visualizing <laughs> the future reality that I am stepping into. And I set a timer for 10 minutes and I just let myself exist in that. Now, I know that seems like a lot for some people, but for me, it feels like just writing through pages and setting a timer. It can be for three minutes. It can be for five minutes. I like 10 minutes, but it can be any amount of time. Even if that just means on the way to work, you know, like having a moment to really visualize your why and like why you're doing all this, like what reality you're walking towards. And I think for me, that has really helped me just get my shit in check and get my energy in check and has allowed me to really move into my days with just such such different energy that I chose to cultivate. And in that same breath, even though I have just claimed all about the importance of really cultivating your energy first thing in the morning for what you want to step into, it's also really important to just have compassion and grace for yourself in the season that you're in. Sometimes you are in a time, in a season where you are leaning more into rest, into your intuition, into your idea phase, you know, and then you move into your season of action and creativity and creation and talking and I think that something that has helped me a lot recently is just really learning how we are not meant to be 100% all the time and that that's not how nature works and it's not how we work. Uh, specifically, I've been getting really, really just fascinated and interested around like menstruation cycles, just, you know, women, people who menstruate. Um, but I think that's a topic for another episode, but in general, just how every single human, you know, we go through seasons and we have to honor and acknowledge that. And I think that the key here is honestly just acknowledging when it is your self-sabotage and your upper limit or when it's the season that you just need more rest. Um, so that's the trickier little dance you have to play of awareness <laughs> to know which is which. And regardless, I don't think that means that any of these moments wouldn't benefit from having a morning ritual or routine to set your energy right because sometimes those morning rituals help support you for the times that you need more rest you know and keep you on track for just feeling better and feeling okay and loving yourself and having compassion through your slower moments so yeah that's some of the things i've been thinking about today um or as of late <laughs> but something else that i would love to talk about on the show today is just the idea on the topic of going into the next year of 2024, you know, we have less than a month left before it is the new year. And something that has been on my mind recently is just really acknowledging and embodying the idea that nothing is fixed. Like nothing is set in stone. Nothing, whether it is your personality, your identity, your abilities, your skills, your creations, your abilities, none of it is fixed <laughs> and I feel like so much of what we limit ourselves around and what we hold ourselves back around is we see who we are in this very now moment we see our whole past and the things that we failed at the things that we felt insecure about that we haven't been able to do that we haven't been able to learn how to do and we take that as the reasoning and the rationalizing as to why we aren't meant for the dreams that we have and so that's something that's been on my mind recently a lot in the sense of like, for my own personal journey, really working through these limits and ideas around what I am capable of in building the business that I'm creating. And the biggest lesson that I have learned that I have mentioned before is that 
I am becoming the woman that is out there manifesting and accomplishing all of my fucking dreams. Whatever I don't have right now in this moment, there's a reason for that. There's a reason that the goals that I have set for myself is what is going to transform me into the woman that can. It is the it is the journey <laughs> to get to these dreams and goals that matter more than anything because it shapes us and it turns us into the people that we are meant to be. And that has been a really beautiful concept to think about recently for myself. Um, just because all the podcasts and people that I look up to and listen to, a theme that has been coming up a lot in that world has been exactly that, that the goals and the dreams, those are just a part of the magic. It's not necessarily what you are reaching for. What you really are reaching for is becoming the person that you needed to become in order to achieve those dreams. And maybe it might sound a little intimidating for some people because it might give people the idea of like, oh, well, I'm not enough yet. I'm not worthy enough yet to go after my dreams. And that's not what I mean at all. My point is that it gives us, it allows us to open up our perception of what is possible for us. Because I feel like we close ourselves off so much to what is out there for us because we use who we are in this very, very moment as validation of what we are capable of. And the way that I see it and the way that I've been seeing it a lot recently is just a prison. Like we have created a prison cell in our own minds that has kept us stuck in the same space, in the same world, simply because we don't think that we're capable. And it makes sense if we if we don't think that we're capable because we haven't done it yet, that doesn't mean that we can't do it. Just because we haven't done it does not mean that we can't do it. And um, I feel like all that that should do is just allow us all to be able to use that as a permission slip to dream bigger. Um, and this completely falls into the, the idea that I really want to just take home again and again and again that I feel it cannot be said enough because it's a reminder that I have to tell myself every single day that I tell my friends and my community and my people every single day is that your dreams, your desires are meant for you. They are meant for you fully, completely. You would not have these dreams and goals if they weren't meant for you. That's been something that has just been on my mind a lot recently in just the abundance of what is out there in the world. Like there is enough to grow around for everybody. And that's because not everybody wants the same things. Like not everybody wants to start an olive oil business or open up a bakery or become a scientist or go to the moon. If that was the case, we'd be fucked because all we would have is olive oil or we'd have a bunch of scientists, but no, no one to make bread. <laughs> Like the world that we are entering to feels so crowded and so saturated because it is the little reality that we are stepping into, but there is enough to go around and there's a reason that everybody wants something different. So my point with all of this is just to really honor your dreams and honor your desires and take them seriously. Like they're not there just, just to be there. They are there as blueprints, as a direction, as a map. <laughs> to get to where you are meant to be. 
Um, because I feel like I see it again and again and again and again all the time and it breaks my heart when people have these big beautiful goals and dreams that they don't even begin to consider are possible for them. They, they believe that our dreams are just some fun, beautiful thing to think about, but like, why me? Who could, who, who could I be to go after these dreams? And again, like the simplicity around knowing deep into your core that your desires are meant for you and they are planted in your soul for a reason. And your duty on this earth in your lifetime as a human being, blessed enough to experience this miraculous world, is to go after them, go after them for the sake of the greater good, like for the sake of the collective. It's not even really being able to acknowledge that it's not a selfish thing. It is not a selfish thing. It is, it is meant to be because the world is meant to have it. And you're doing the world a disservice by staying small and not going after them. And now this leads me to my next concept or topic to talk about on the show today which is when to know when to leave our dreams or desires into the vortex and when to take action on them now if you're not familiar um the vortex is a term coined by esther hicks um essentially meaning the the vortex that you put all of your desires and goals and dreams into so it's obviously a figurative space or place that you have your desires into and how I see it is that they're germinating you know our dreams our desires they are germinating they are growing they are starting to become in the vortex now obviously they will never become birthed until you start aligning yourself to those goals to those visions and begin taking the inspired and aligned action to bring them into reality now, the reason that I bring up the idea of when to know what to leave into the vortex and what to bring out of the vortex and take action on in this moment is because one of my biggest lessons from where I am today in my career and my life and my business and my brand is the dreams that I had so many years ago for Keys Meadow were not possible to happen all those years ago. Now, I wanted them to happen, but it just didn't make sense. I just wasn't in the time of my life. It just wasn't the divine timing that it was meant to come through. Now, in that time, I took that as a quote-unquote failure or a quote-unquote mistake or something that just wasn't meant to be. And so I kind of let it go. When in reality, it was sitting in the vortex all along. I just needed to meet it where it was at in the time that I was meant to. And so what I mean by all this is that there are so many things that we might dream of doing. Our, we have a long and beautiful life of creations, of ideas, of manifestations, of dreams, of goals, of so many things that are going to come into our, into our lives. Now, I think it's important to let yourself dream as big as you want to dream and release the pressure of these big dreams by letting them sit in the vortex. Like, you can dream up so many things that you want for yourself and you don't need to fully compartmentalize it and having all of it be your, in your 12-month goal. So I think that it's important to be able to look at the vortex, the quote-unquote vortex, as just this magical little melting pot of everything that's going to come true in your life. And that gives you a permission slip to dream bigger, think bigger, truly let yourself fully immerse yourself into the vision of your biggest and greatest goals that you have no fucking clue how you would ever accomplish. 
because it's not your cho- it's not your job to know how it's all going to come through. So it's important to be able to give yourself the ability to dream as big as you fucking want. Big, dream bigger than you think that you're able to dream and let it sit into the vortex. And now the second part of this is using your intuition and using your own being to start weeding out the things in that vortex that are meant to come through now. So you might have having a multi-million dollar real estate business or opening up your own cafe or winning an Oscar in your vortex. But where you are right now, you're still dreaming about starting your business and building a brand and launching your Instagram account, you know? So I love the idea of having your vortex just sitting there in your subconscious, like allow yourself to think about what's in your vortex, you know, let it kind of marinate and keep its energy up within your, your internal world, but grab the things that you know that you can do now that you can put into a 12 month vision. Now I'm not about super strict timing or anything. If anything, I'm really trying to push myself into that world of (laughs) compartmentalizing things into 12 month visions. But what I mean by that is, is being able to know when to leave it into the vortex, trust that if it's meant to be, it will be, and you will become the woman, the person that is going to achieve all those massive things. But in the same breath, grabbing what you know you can work on now and focusing your time and energy in finding ways to take inspired and aligned action consistently towards those goals. Because <laughs> um, I've been thinking so much about just the idea of success. And I truly, through my own experience and what I've learned from so many incredible successful people is that success truly takes a few things and my perception of it is holding on to the vision (laughs) truly holding on to the vision even if in this moment right now you don't know how it's all going to happen trusting and holding on to the vision having faith that it's all going to go according to that it's all going to happen not i was going to say according to plan but that's not the case that it's all going to happen the way that it's meant to having patience within that process taking action again and again and again, taking inspired action and devotion. The devotion has um, really come up a lot for me, just that word of devotion, because how I see it, it's it's really just this, this essence and energy of love to what you're doing, you know? I think that devotion is what keeps you in it for the long run, you know, not looking at any minor up and down or ebbs and flows as a reason to quit or stop or whatever. If you can tap into the energy of devotion, you're going to be in it for the long run and you will eventually find the success that you know is meant for you. Now to tie this up in a little bow (laughs) from the concepts and ideas that I've been talking about today, how to bring this into the practical practice of these ideas and concepts. Um, and I, I just think that it's, it falls into the idea of being able to cultivate magic. I've been loving the word cultivate, cultivating magic, cultivating creativity. It is in our power to cultivate the environment and the situation for us to create, to create magic, to cultivate magic. And the number one biggest thing that's coming up for me and the mantra that I am going to be leaning into in this season of my life is 
leaning on commitment over motivation. And that is truly what I believe is going to get your dreams and ideas and visions that are in the vortex and bring them out into our actual now reality is leaning on commitment over motivation. Because what happens is that when we are only working off of motivation, that's exactly where we're going to be. We're going to be waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Then boom, the motivation's going to hit and we'll get some work done. And then we're going to go back to not doing anything because we can't build a business or a career or a life or a goal or a dream in one day of motivation. It's about consistency and showing up again and again and again and again and aligning yourself to the kind of person who is achieving and succeeding at all these goals that you have set for yourself. And for me, I think that's come so much in just the world of my podcast (laughs) and how what happens is I'll wait every day of the week for the motivation to hit, but all the stories and limiting beliefs and my upper limits, they are always going to get in the way. Like they're always going to butt in and try to stop me. Now, if I wait on just these bursts of motivation, I'm never going to actually consistently be able to do enough work to get to where I want to go. So being able to set boundaries and structures within our life and make commitments to ourselves for what we want to achieve and really, really honor those commitments, it does more than one thing. Number one, it cultivates confidence and trust within yourself. It allows you as your own being to trust yourself. If you set goals and you set commitments and you actually walk the, uh, walk the talk, is that how they say it? And, and actually do the fucking thing, do the damn thing you start building more confidence and you feel more capable of doing what you want to create. Um, Because so much of it is this insecurity and anxiety around not being capable of being the person who can create these things. But once you are able to really make commitments to yourself and follow through on those commitments, you build this inner confidence and trust within yourself that just makes you more able to continue and to continue setting goals for yourself and commitments and actually achieving those goals and commitments. And so I think that the one thing I will leave you guys today on this episode, I know we've talked about a bunch of random little things, but I think all in the same energy and essence of getting ourselves prepped and ready for 2024 is think about what commitments you can make in your day to day, or more importantly, what commitments can you make in your work week, in the week that you are putting effort and energy into what you want to create and figuring out what that commitment is to you. What is one commitment that you can make to yourself every single week to show up, to go after the dream, the business, the career, the goal that you're setting for yourself? What is one thing? And I genuinely personally love the idea of starting small because you're able to start building momentum to what you're going for versus what happens in my world, at least, is when you overcommit and over push yourself too far, there's like this inner rebel within you that just wants to sabotage and just throw it all away. <laughs> um, at least for me, whenever I go through phases where I'm like working out every single morning for an hour and a half and I'm doing all the things and I'm overworking and I'm just pushing, I'm spreading myself out too thin. Usually what happens is that I 180 flip onto the other end of it and completely stop with everything versus being a little bit more open and flexible and putting smaller things on my plate 
and working on the building the momentum of these commitments. Because once you're in the rhythm of, you know, finishing the one commitment you set for yourself every week and it becomes your natural flow and it just starts happening on autopilot, you naturally start to add more things into that commitment plate to start to accomplish every week. And bit by bit, slowly, slowly, you start creating a new habit of creating every week and doing the damn thing. <laughs> so if anything that you're going to get from this episode today is is just that, doing the damn thing, knowing your vortex, knowing all the big and beautiful things that you want to bring into your life right now and letting them sit into the vortex in order to not overwhelm you or to create any kind of analysis paralysis. Just know and trust that they are in the vortex for a reason. They are in your dreams for a reason. And if they are meant to happen and they are meant for you, they will happen. So releasing the pressure on the bigger things and now holding on to and grabbing into the more digestible action-oriented things that you can actually bring into your reality this year and find ways to compartmentalize a commitment, a weekly commitment to those goals and to those dreams that you can show up for again and again and again and allow the momentum to build upon itself and allow yourself to align and realign and realign your energy into who you are to the work that you're doing and the dreams that you are here to accomplish. So... That was my TED talk today. <laughs> and yeah, I I hope this resonated. I hope I wasn't too all over the place. I feel like I was really excited to sit down and record today um, from my commitment and not from my motivation because I actually was not feeling very motivated to record this morning. But once I sat down in my commitment, I just organically and automatically, everything just kind of came through and I was able to cultivate the magic and the motivation to show up today for you guys. And just to sum it up, the homework that I have for everyone today is to go through this next week, number one, choosing a commitment that you are going to follow through with every single week on the way to whatever you are building or creating into your life right now. And number two, which I think would be great as another little reminder is try out some morning pages and see how it feels. You know, maybe you don't have to start out with three full huge pages um, unless you want to, but even if that just means one page or whatever, I feel like if you haven't yet, I really recommend trying it. Um, whether that's one day or this whole week, I challenge you to start your morning off with some morning pages. Um, yeah, so thank you guys again for tuning in today. It has been so lovely. As always, if you enjoyed the podcast, this episode, or the podcast in general, it would mean the world if you would leave a review. Um, and if you ever want to just reach out to me on Instagram, let me know you're listening. Let me know your thoughts. I would love it. I, I just absolutely adore when people reach out to me about the podcast. Um, so yeah. Thank you guys so much for being here with me today. I love you and I cannot wait to see you on the next one. Bye.